Well, we've caught Sheldon. Sheldon, say hi. Congratulations, Internet. You have met a house cat. Go go crazy. I know the Internet loves cats. Yes, especially this cat. He's so fluffy. He's, he, he, he could very much be new grumpy cat. He's, no, no, grumpy cat's no. all grumpy cat, no. He, uh, he's very meowy. As he's gonna... He also has a very weird meow. He does. Is, are you gonna perform for us? No? Yeah. There we go. And he's free. Right. Almost, almost. And there he goes. Now he's free. Okay. Yeah. So, we fulfilled our first promise from our last podcast. Did we promise the cat? We promised the cat. I know, I know we talked about the cat. I, I, I promised don't know if we the prom- cat. Okay. I promised the cat. In, in his head, he promised the cat. No, I actually said it. Okay. I did. I said next time we'll definitely see Sheldon. I did not recall that. Well, your memory's bad. Yeah, it is. That, that is very fair. I couldn't even remember to uh, make sure I had the right ability on my Hitmontop way back in that tournament. No, no, you didn't. That was a very funny tournament to uh, witness. Yeah. Actually, you want to leave him with that story? You know, that's kind of a funny story. Yeah. So, this was... 2016. It's 2016. It was after Worlds. So, the tournament season was for... Like, the points for it was for the 2017 year, but it was before... Um, huh? Your hands are in my face. Oh, see, sorry. See, see, yeah. Uh, it was before the um, the game had switched over to the new generation for Sun and Moon, so we were still playing like the 2016 rules with the legendaries and everything. And I'm I, like, uh, I don't think Sun and Moon had come out yet. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. It was right before it. So yeah. Which is why this tournament was still using 2016 rules, which was uh, primal Pokemon. You can have like two of the super legendaries on your team. And support Pokemon pretty much stole the show. Like, there was a lot of Groudon, Kyogre, Rayquaza, um, the other big dog, Xerneas was big. Um, but then, like, support Pokemon are what really diversified the teams out of that, including the world champion uh, ended up using a Raichu Hitmontop combo. If, if you want to see how it worked, I, I highly suggest looking up the 2016 World Finals, because it was an impressive, like, bait-and-switch game. So I had tried... I took, like, some of the Pokemon that I had and tried building that Hitmontop because he detailed, like, exactly what the Hitmontop was. I made one mistake. I meant to use an ability capsule on it, but because I didn't, it didn't have Intimidate. Instead, it had Technician, which... Technician's a great ability for Pokemon players. Anybody that plays Pokemon is like, oh yeah, Technician, it's great on Scizor, it's great on Breloom, it's great on Hitmontop. Problem is, this Hitmontop was built to be tanky, not offensive. So it needed Intimidate instead of Technician. Yep, and you went like, I think you went oh three, and then we're like, okay, we're done. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I didn't even realize until game three that I'm like, Wait, I'm not landing Intimidates. Yeah, and so I tagged along for this because, uh, long story short, I had just broken up with my girlfriend. I was like, I can use a cheering up. Let's yeah, go, watch, go watch Curse. He can hang out for a bit, and it's like, yeah, no, the tournament's not going good. I mean, I'm not that great of a player, hands down. Anybody that's seen me streaming Pokemon on Twitch can pretty much attest to that. Like, the, the people on Twitch are like, oh, man, he, he's got some cool tricks. Which, I like to play cool, tricky things, 
but I'm not that big a competitive player. Yeah, and we have going to get a golden. What was the golden? We went to Golden Corral. Yeah, we went to Golden Corral. I'm like, you know what? I've had enough for today. I'm gonna go ahead and drop the tournament. I mean, not because like I wasn't enjoying it. It was just like it's like I was I was burned out. Yeah, and I'm and like, you, you were frustrated. You, I remember you were very frustrated because it was a I'm just like my hip on top. So next time that you compete, we're gonna make sure all your all your ducks. I'm gonna have everything written down for how it should be, and I'm going to have somebody double check my team before I sign it into the roster and before I get my battle box locked. Oh geez, I wonder who you're gonna have double check it. Because there was another time, sometime after that, after Sun and Moon came out, where I had built the Pokemon on Moon version, but I used D my DS with Moon version for, like, grinding, leveling, and uh, streaming, but I used Sun version on a separate DS to play for, for events. So I transferred the Pokemon over, and the team, I was supposed to have two of the Pokemon with Z-Crystals on them. I forgot to attach the Z-Crystals. Yeah. You do. So it it's it wasn't a one time issue, it's been a running problem I've had. So but speaking of ducks, ducks because getting all your ducks in a row. Um was it last week that we had the first big announcement in a little while with Surfetch? Oh yeah, we did get the um the announcement for Surfetch for Sword and Shield. So. Which that's pretty cool. And I I oh man, I wish I had I wish I had the image, like, queued up or something to throw in there. There was one picture on Twitter somebody put up after that oh, where they geez, the, they the, called it Alolan version sur or Alola form surfetched, and it was just surfetched, but its leak sword was stretched super tall. It was like they took the... Uh, the executor joke. Yep. So and I enjoyed that image, but it's pretty cool to finally see Farfetch'd get something to make it, like... Maybe not garbage. Yeah. So um, as we get closer to the new Sword and Shield game, you will be hearing more of us talk about more Pokemon related yeah. things, which uh, I am excited about. Speaking of the Pokemon things, so oh boy, I've played cards for a long time. Now I have not played cards. I have not played the Pokemon card game like ever since the beginning. There have been long stretches where I have not played, not invested time or money into it, right now is actually one of those times uh, because of where the game is and how the card game is structured. But I was thinking about it. I'm like, way back in the day, if I think of the whole history, there were several different types of cards, like special card variants or rule sets or like special types of ultra rares. So I'm thinking about it. Like, the Neos sets had... Some Shining Pokemon and some other stuff there. Um, Ruby and Sapphire started EX Pokemon, where they're extra powerful variants. If you knock them out, you get two prize cards. And then they were, the EX was changed a little um, more later on. Yeah, it, later on they brought it back, which we'll get there. Uh, after the Ruby Sapphire... Oh, actually, still, like, late Ruby Sapphire, they had Delta Species. Right. Which wasn't an ultra-rare thing. But it was a really cool thing where it was like the Pokemon species, but different types. So there was like a water type and a fire type Mew card. There was um, there was a metal type Pikachu, uh, a straight dark type Meowth before the Alola form. Now that I'm thinking about it, 
Uh, so then after that, Diamond Pearl comes out and we get Level X cards. And Level X's, that was where I really started getting competitive. And I thought it was super cool. The, uh, the Level X's were treated as a level up. So you have, like, say, your Swamp... Or, there wasn't one for Swampert. Infernape. Let's say you have your Infernape card. You have Infernape Level X. You put the Infernape Level X on top, but it gets the abilities of both the Infernape itself and the Level X card with the Level X's bonus hit points and stuff. So that was cool to see. A lot of decks centered on Level X strategies or just use the Level X as a bonus effect. Maybe not relying on it outright. Um, SPs came out, which was like the first wave of like, yeah, we're going to take Evolve Pokemon and play them as basics now. It was the first time that happened. But they even, they scaled their hit points down to kind of match the game at least. Yeah. And then we get into the revised Black EX. and white brings back the EXs. And they, they revamped them to make them very, very strong. I would say too strong. They made the EXs with, like, a baseline of 170 hit points, except for, like, certain ones, like, a few of them had 110, 120. Yeah. Uh, but everything was, like, 170 to 190 was the cap. Um, and then you have the Mega it, EXs. Yeah, sus, X and Y brought Megas, which were on top of EXs, which made sense, but at the same time, these EXs were now all played as basics instead of evolving to them. Yeah. Meaning anything that required a stage 2 evolution was borderline unplayable unless it unless it had something to really boost itself. Yeah. And they addressed that issue with the Sun and Moon generation. With GX. GX. It was basically EX power scaling with even higher hit points, but I could give the hit points a pass because now you had to evolve again. Yes. And there were some that were basic, but they were... Like, that was because their species actually was basic. And they were very useful. And yeah. you only... And their big, you know, oh my, oh my goodness, attack was only one per game. Right. With the GX moves, you could use one GX attack per game, which was basically the Z move. I'm surprised they didn't just call it Z move to stay on brand or on point, but... Yeah. Eh, okay. It, it's basically just how you're translating it into the card game. Yeah. And now... The, then they came out... Oh, the, the team-ups. Oh, yeah, the team-ups are the newest thing. It, it's why I didn't even jump back in after Sword and Shield came out. Because... So you mean Sun and Moon? Oh, Sun and Moon, yeah. yeah. The team-ups are now... It's like, okay, EXs and GXs were two prizes per knockout. Team-ups are, like, now up around 250 hit points as basics... Yes, it's three prizes, but the the hit point scaling is just so dumb at this point. Yeah, it's it's, it's power creep at its finest, which has me really worried because now they announced it at Worlds, and we're a little late to the game here. But Pokemon announced that they're going to be giving players V cards. Uh, phrasing, phrasing, Pokemon game game freak, I. I I, you know you were talking to a bunch of nerds. Phrasing. Yeah. Phrasing. They, the way they announced it was kind of funny too. Like they had animated re representation of a t like Pokemon from a team up card staring down a giant card with a V in the corner. And it's like, we don't know the details. We don't know the hit point scaling. We don't know, is it going to be all basics? Are you going to have to evolve to these if they're evolutions? Obviously yeah. like legendaries won't be evolved. 
Unless um, they have evolution. That is true. Watch watch our legendaries be evolving again. I, I got like uh, Solgaleo Lunala. I kind of like, like. It made them more like. It it made it feel kind of like they grew with the story. Yeah. So I think okay. So here's. I think this would be really cool. Really cool. I highly doubt they'll do this. But really cool. They actually allow this generation's legendaries to be breeding legendaries. Now imagine that. I mean, it's unprecedented except for like Manaphy, but Manaphy doesn't even really breed. It just it makes lesser versions of itself with Fion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a legendary that would I feel like that would actually just kind of break the rule of it though. Yeah. Like I know the the evolution thing was a long-standing yeah. tradition of rule, but breeding breeding gives players more control over stats and builds yeah. that I, I don't I know. know they'd give that to legendaries. I'm just one day. It would be nice to have that degree of control over legendaries. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you know what? Just catch it once for the story real quick and then work on breeding the right one later. Well, no, and I think the thing is like the rule is that you couldn't the way they would get around to make it like still hard is that it has to be bred only with the other legendary. Oh, like if it's a pairing or something. Yeah, so you can't so you And then it would hatch either one or the other. One or the other. Like randomly decided. And that would be a cool way to do it actually. Yeah, and then see the, then you can't just oh. go That means Groudon and Kyogre can only breed with each other. Hey. That would be a tempest. I mean, like, but I'm saying, like, so it just, it would only be those ones. It wouldn't be, yeah. like, a, it would just be, like, it's a special thing, like, like, peace and harmony type thing. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, make babies. I'm just saying. But, yeah, Pokemon players, get ready to start pulling your V-cards. Yep, pull your V-cards. Actually, so speaking of pulling, uh, Game Freak's pulling, actually, a pretty cool stunt. This, uh... I have not seen an announcement like this ever come out. No, this is kind of cool. So they announced that they're doing a... Not like a direct or anything. They're doing, a, on October 4th, I think 6, 6 a.m. Pacific time, which would be 9 o'clock Eastern. Or our time. Yeah, for, for us anyways. Um, a live stream, and it's supposed to be... I think it's supposed to be a 24-hour live stream... But they're not streaming, like, gameplay or, or anything like that. They're basically setting a stationary camera in a part of the world in the game. And just, that camera is just going to be on all day. So. For whatever, whatever wild Pokemon are passing through. Yeah, because the big thing with the next generation is that wild Pokemon, rather than having hidden, you know, grasses, which there's still going to be grasses... Um, you will see Pokemon just roaming around, and you can interact with them and catch them. Mm -hmm. So this is gonna, I think, gonna be how they're going to reveal several more of the new either uh, Galan, uh, Galar forms, Galar, Galar forms, or new the Gala Pokemon straight. So, um, and one of the things I think they're kind of hinting at. Is what and this one might be more why also they didn't want to include all the previous dexes is that we're going to be getting a lot more forms of older Pokemon or mm -hmm. evolutions of older Pokemon, yeah, like Surfetch. 
So that's why they're already included. So they're and they're trying to I'm not say reset, but give the competitive scene a break from what's been going on the last couple of years. Right. And I mean like I know when it comes to the official like the tournament circuit, it it's the last few games have been in a strict three year cycle. Year one is the region decks, year two is national decks, year three is national decks with Ubers. Yeah. So um, it seems like with this one, they're basically trying to give that kind of VGC reset, as in the region decks treatment, to the whole game itself. Yeah. Which is kind of cool to see that, especially when we're dealing with the regional variants. Well, this is, this is also the first time we've had a plat you know, full platform shift in what? Like, so, we don't really, so, would you really count the jump from DS to 3DS, a platform shift? Would you get more, that's more of an upgrade. Um, I would. Would you? Okay. Because the 3DS, like, yes, it's backwards compatible, but so was Game Boy Advance to Game Boy. Yeah. Um. Well, because I think it's more of the type of cartridges, because it's such a big shift like from so from the Game Boy Advance to the DS, that was such a huge jump. Yeah. So the first the, the last that's the last time we had that huge jump because the other jump was from DS to 3DS was it was still a jump but a small jump. It felt like a smaller jump, but mainly because the 3DS like hardware wise still looks so similar to the DS. Yeah. Um. It was still in the same family and. Like, yeah, and granted, like some of its bells and whistles that make it the 3DS are really gimmicky. Like the gyroscope was like okay, that's kind of cool for some things. Um, I I mean, when I had 3DS, I never used the 3D. The 3D phone. slider was like no, who out there who remembers using the 3D slider? Like really? In fact, that was why they made the 2DS was because it's like you know what people don't care about the 3D. Let's just make a cheaper version. Well, it's really funny because they now are announcing that they're making a cheaper version of the Switch, but, you know. For the, yeah, and that seems to be kind of it, where there is still, like, the 2DS basically takes away an unnecessary feature of the 3DS, because who cared about 3D? Yeah. The Switch Lite, it's basically a nice budget option for something that the Switch is still viable in itself. Like, its features are still enough to be, like, I mean, maybe the HD Rumble is kind of like, okay, who really cares? But the detachable Joy-Cons, the TV hookup, those are nice. Yeah. So. Um, but I am looking forward to the stream, even though I'm going to be, I'm going to have to go to work and miss almost all of it. But so, what, so prediction time for, since this is going to, so we know that the Gala region is primarily influenced on the British Isles. So one of the things that they typically like to do, as we saw in the Alola region is try and pull some of the cultural or ecological niches that are from that region. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that we are thinking maybe we might see in this force? It's a force that we're seeing, right? The, yeah, I believe they said that it is like a forest area. Yeah. Um, so... I think we can split this up into two. Regional grass-type Pokemon and bugs, for one. We're going to see surprise more bugs. Um, so I'm going to call a beat. We're going to get a new beat. Or we're going we're gonna to get confirmation like Cone Beast coming back. We need a new beat. Or at, 
either a new one or a regional variant of one of the bees we already have. No, that would be um, really cool. Regional. A regional variant? Maybe a male evolution for Combi. That would be really... Because, like, there's Vespaquin. I, I guess, like... So you have to make it, like... A I mean, that's just random thought. Like, it was the male, because males, like... Like, the reason they did the whole thing was actually 90% of bees are female. There's yeah. only a small percentage that are male. And I guess, like, if you were to do that, you would have to, because, like, they're... Ecologically, they're only there, more or less, to breed and die. The Well, when you think real bees, yes. Yeah. But comb bee, on the other hand, the females are the rarity, and they're the only ones that evolve. Yeah. The males are less, like... The biologically oh. correct male bees, yeah. and more like the representative worker bees that don't grow. Well, yeah, and that's why actually they did that is because the the males were just they they work or breed or die. Yeah. So that's why they did that. So I don't think we'll see a male evolution. I just thought it'd be a cool thing. Maybe uh, that's why I think that's why I maybe think we'll... maybe like because oh, uh, Vespa Queen's super defensive. It is. If they gave, like, something that's a little more offensive to the other one, even if it's not strong, if it's something like... So, here's where I think we might get. We might get a, a new Weedle line. The bee, so, bee drill turned more into a wasp. Hmm. They'll give it the... Because, so, like, we bee drill was obviously supposed to be a bee, but it's actually more wasp-like. Yeah. So, you play more into that in the UK version... Yeah, come to think of it, we don't really have a wasp Pokemon. Not really. So a wasp would be kind of a cool variant. So you can give that one being more, more aggro and more, and you can have a whole bug team built around the bees. Yeah. No. So here's the thing I'm looking forward to. I want to see what the new bird line is. He's all about the birds. I am all about the birds. So the we birds and the bees. Seen... We, yeah, we haven't seen the common bird. Like, it, I feel like when, when like, X and Y were coming out, we got the Fletchling reveal very early, actually. And we got the, uh, for Sun and Moon, we got the Woodpecker line. Yeah. Pretty early. Like, well, we they have, announced Corviknight, but that, that seems more like the kind of... Skarmory, or... Yeah, like the one-off bird that doesn't evolve or de-evolve or whatever. So... Where's our, like, Pidgey line? Where's what's going to be? So, again, it might be, because it seems like they're doing more, they, they might be hinting at more regional variants, we might get either a Pidgey or a Padove regional. I was thinking Padove, because, like, if I think, like, London, like, big British city areas, you think Pigeons. And Pidove, like, Pidgey is not a Pigeon, despite the name. No, it's more like Sparrow. Yeah, which is... Weird because if Pidgey's a sparrow, what is Spiro? Uh, Spiro's just a generic angry bird. It's actually not very like it's it's got too many influences to be nailed down to like one. Uh, not that I can see. Yeah, Firo could be more like a funny enough crow like actually. I thought because of its neck, like maybe a little vulture esque, but its beak is is kind of too long for that. Yeah, um, that or so maybe, I know there's an actual vulture. Maybe, oh yeah, because, uh, uh, because of that came out in Gen five. five. Yeah, to be there. Yeah, and there was an eagle. Ah. But, um, so, but I don't know. Um, it's just generic kind of like bird. So yeah, but Pedov actually has that pidgey vibe. So if they give like a gowler form to Pedov. 
and then have it evolve into some kind of like large pigeon instead of unpheasant. Yeah. Because like uh, n- nobody liked unpheasant. Did anybody like unpheasant? Does anybody remember unpheasant? So I, so another, another bird, owls. I think we're gonna get some owls. Let's so, see, owl. We've had knocked owl. Again, maybe a regional variant, um, or well, because also the starter for the last gen was an owl. I think. Right. I, I think. I can't think of any other owls that there's been. So an owl would be a good choice. Very, very UK friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, fish also. I think we're gonna get some fish. We, I mean, we better get some new water Pokemon. Yeah. It is the most abundant type in the game. Uh, so, the one of the things that I have to comment, actually, about this, if you look at the map, not a whole lot of water. There's a lot of water surrounding it. Obviously, because but, it's an island. But there's they don't really show any rivers or big lakes or anything like that. I feel like they kind of did that with uh, Sun and Moon as well. Like, obviously they're on islands and there's little surfing areas, but so little of the game actually has you do surfing. Yeah, and the only places, like, actually in Sun and Moon, like, there was a decent amount of water Pokemon, but they were more, like, later game, I feel like, in the, like, uh, like when you go to the the docks is when you got, when you're able to go fishing for them. Um... I feel like that might be my memory. I mean, that's also when you also don't really do any fishing until you get the rod, yeah. which sometimes is like halfway through the game. Yeah, sometimes it's early, um, sometimes it's half. And even then, like even when you, once you do get like surfing and fishing, like by by that point in the game, you've already kind of rounded out most of your team. Yeah, it's just more for like regional variant. Yeah, like I I don't know. Um, Another another thing, I think we're going to get some more sheep. Uh, I know we have one confirmed. I think I think that's going to be a full line. Yeah, we need, we need to see an evolution line for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so what what's a really big like, regional variant now that we know that they're coming and that we know they're also doing new evolutions? What's something that you really would like to see? Um, so I know we talked about bees. What other kinds of like bugs are is... Known for the for like British region butterflies 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 are really, butterflies are really big okay so th- they uh, might just bring back Vivalon and maybe give it like new forms and wing patterns yeah or they could do a butterfree they could do a new butterfree yeah I that's where I think they would be really smart for them to do is to do a Gala region Weedle Caterpie mm. because it fills both it does it fills both and um, it gives it kind of a cool. I was almost trying to wonder, like, are mantises known for the area? But I feel like that might be a little more of a tropics thing. Uh, more eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, or what kind of, okay, plants. Like, actual plants for the area. Uh, oaks, lots of flowers, um, like, it's, like, the flowers could easily be, like, a new fairy Pokemon. Yeah. Like, fairy grass. Yeah, um. So, yeah, plants. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very, very sorry. That's fair. Um, lots of vines. Actually, I know there's lots of vines. Hedges. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, hedgehogs. We'll probably get a hedgehog. Those be our, yeah. 
the last hedgehog I remember is Shaman. Yeah. It's literal grass hedgehog. Yeah. Well, of course, you know the, the, you know the British joke, how do, uh, you know how do hedgehogs uh, uh, breed? And it's carefully. <sighs> yeah. So. No. I'm gonna spare you the echidna joke. Oh boy. Alright, um, yeah, that's... Oh, I think we're gonna get a new rabbit. Hmm. Well, we, we're getting Scorch Bunny, so I think Scorch Bunny's gonna turn into a ferocious monster. Ooh. I think, I think Scorch Bunny's evolution's gonna be a beast. And speaking of that... Now that you mention that, I might have to start with Scorch Bunny. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because of that, and... <laughs> I think I know what I'm gonna nickname it. What are you gonna name it? The Holy Grail. She did it Monty Python. I feel like that's maybe a little too broad. No, just name it Monty. Fair. Monty. So, the movie that we watched this week was Monty Python and a Quest for the Holy Grail. And it's been a long time since I've seen the Holy Grail. Um, I... I actually had to, like, some of the stuff caught me off guard, because I'm like, I did not remember the entire movie. So... I remember loving the movie. Yeah. Um, so, for those who are too young, uh, Monty Python... Wow, don't we feel old. Uh, so, Monty Python... Heck, I'm almost too young. Yeah, like, so Monty Python was a UK group of comedians who did a series of comedic... Um, actually did a bunch of skits and actually movies. So, Monty Python Class for the Holy Grail is probably one of their best well-known. It's super prevalent in pop culture. Uh, puts a flesh wound uh, whenever you see a little rabbit with like blood all over its face. It's, it's, yep. Uh, the bloody rabbit, the flesh wound joke. Uh, um, the Black Knight. Um, the, um... Get on with it! Okay, get on with it. Yeah. And, um... The, uh... The airspeed of an unladen swallow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This is the swallow. All, all of the jokes. Like, anybody who's seen the movie, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that joke. That's funny. And you're probably going to go watch it when this is over. Yeah. Um, so, another film that they've done is like, uh, The Meaning of Life. Uh, it's it's very British humor at its finest, uh, but it aged super, super well. It's still relevant. It's still very funny. Um... And it's incredible that it stood the test of time. Yeah. So. Like, a lot of comedy, I feel like, gets very dated very fast because it focuses on what's funny and what's happening in that moment. Yeah. I had noticed something when I was watching this that, like, I had to pause and just appreciate it for a moment. Um, the king's just passing through, talking to some peasants and being like, hey, who lives in that castle over there? And the peasants are like, nobody lives there. We run our own lives. We're, we just work to help support each other. Yeah, we each take turns to man, you know, be the head, but it's... And even then, decisions have to, you know, pass through a consensus of agreement among all of us. And it's like, wait a minute, but I'm your king. And he's like, I didn't vote for you. Who are, who are you? How did you get to be king? What, what makes you so special? He's like... I was given the mag the magical sword Excalibur from the Lady of the Lake. And it's like, some watery tart gives you a sword? That's a horrible system of government. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, 
Okay, one, that's great social commentary. Like, how people come into power can be very questionable. Two, like, I'm thinking the other side of it, where King Arthur's just getting fed up and, like, pushing them out of his way, and he's like, oh, he's repressing me! He's repressing me! Did you, did you see him repressing me? That is literally what I see people doing, like, dealing with, um... So there, there's the people who think they're better than you, and then there's the people who think you think you're better than them. Does that make sense? Kinda. <laughs> if anybody can follow my, my line of thinking, like I just see the peasant portraying that, which I have seen it in some prominence in modern culture, and I'm thinking, this was made in 1975? think four actually usually like early 70s like, it was made in the seven it was made in the 1970s which is before i was born which is why i think like wow with my track record of having seen movies i'm too young for this and here it's 2019 and it's cracking a joke that is as relevant now as it was in the 70s yep. so i think it's also commentary on the fact that society doesn't change all that much no it doesn't or we haven't progressed as much as we should. Which, I mean, there are a lot to be said with that. So, but, um, so my favorite bit, <laughs> by the way, just side note. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite bit of the entire movie is by far the rabbit scene. The rabbit. The rabbit is the best part of that movie. Like, the, the movie as a whole is fantastic. The rabbit bit. Which is why I now have to start with Score Bunny and name it Monty. Yes. It, it is going to be the Great White Beast. Great White Beast. And you know what? Every Score Bunny that you use has to be named Monty. Or some like some kind of reference to it. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, you know what else, what other Pokemon could actually use that kind of nickname? What's that? The Nidoran line. Because when you think about it, Nido can get sheer force, and becomes a wrecking force. And it had the—it's it, got the ears. It does have the ears. So is it—is the Nido line just mutant rabbits? Like they're poison types, and, and a, when they oh, evolve poison that's... ground, but like. So, that's actually super funny. Okay. Oh. So, okay, a little bit of historical context and cultural context. So. Japan has several islands that are known for things. So there's the Fox Island, there's the Cat Island, there's also a Rabbit Island that is just entirely infested with rabbits. So, backstory for how the rabbits got there is that during World War II, this was a chemical weapons testing facility. and. Well, what did they test it on? Rabbits. So, towards the end of the war, when they realized that the island was going to be taken, someone, somehow, let a few of the rabbits out of the facility. And the rabbits do what rabbits do. And now they are a tourist attraction for all of that part of the world to come see all the cute little rabbits. The funny thing is, the ruins of the testing facility are still on the island. And infested with rabbits. And infested with rabbits. 
So we go from chemical test, like chemical biological weapon test and plant, to rabbit tourist attraction. Yep. Or rabbit tourist attraction. It's actually apparently it's apparently a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's tongue tied. Tongue tied. But you know, for all we know, there could be a mutant old uber. There could be a mutant uber rabbit somewhere hidden deep within. Oh, and if the radiation levels get too high, we're gonna have kaiju battle with giant fluffy bunny going on. Yep. Kaiju, giant radioactive fluffy bunny. Would not want to be part of that fight. Mm-mm. But and of course, in the immortal words of that doctor from Godzilla, not gonna fight. Is it behind the rabbit? It is the rabbit. <laughs> it's the most ferocious beast you've ever. It's got big teeth. It's got claw. Take your head off. Ugh. <laughs> uh, on top of just so much of the movie, like, just seeming to have no point, sometimes you just really need that humor that doesn't really have a point until the movie itself says, get on with it. Get on with it. <laughs> so, um, so at this point um, in the year, we are in a little bit of a movie slump, but we do have one movie right now that's in, that just came out. Uh, uh, like, is coming out? Oh, it came out this weekend. Wait, this was... This... It, it was, it was, this was the launch weekend. Because people are already giving reviews and whatnot for it. At least I'm 90% sure. I mean, pe- people giving reviews for it could be, like, early viewings from critics. I mean, that's fair. Um, was I th- I'm pretty sure it's next weekend. Okay, well... I'm about to find out. Yeah, we. But uh, you, you find out the, the movie you the movie you're saying is probably good for like coming up. Yeah. So if not this coming uh, next episode, the following episode we'll be watching this movie. Yeah. And it'll be a bundle of laughs. Joker opens Friday. Uh, it's loading tickets. The ticket options. Yeah, movie times start on Thursday, October 3rd. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, so, well, that's when movie times start. I'd probably still catch it on the Tuesday after. Yeah, so we'll catch it on the Tuesday after. Um, but, so not this next one. We'll have to, okay, we'll have to go back to Dragon Ball Fair. Unless we get that A-list, in, in which case the ticket price for the day won't matter. Well, that's fair, yeah. But that, that's, that's uh, then we'll find that out. This yeah. But we'll find out what movie we're going to watch for you this coming week and it we'll, might be Joker or Joker might be the week after the Joker's gonna be the week after so we have to find a movie this well that's what I'm saying it comes out on Thursday oh if, oh. if we manage to jump on the A-list yeah. by then we can catch it like Thursday, Friday, Saturday oh that's true, that's true. Um, if not then it would be the week after we'll probably catch it on the Tuesday discount day yeah um, but I'm not a big fan of the superhero movies. I think a lot of them get kind of overblown. Well, and while the idea of a Joker backstory sounds kind of sketch to begin with, from what I've heard, the movie focuses more on, like, not the actual backstory of the Joker, but what the Joker thinks his backstory is. Well, that's, that's part of... So, it's like that psychological thing. Well, yeah, so... Um... We have not seen the movie yet, so we're not going to talk, talk it, too much about it. It's what I've heard. It, it's what... So, the problem I have with the super, 
superhero movies lately. Um, so DC just hasn't been able to get their big screen universe going. Um, Shazam was, I think, their first right movie they'd done in a long time. Like that was like a great, fun movie. It had serious points. It got one he done, but it was an enjoyable watch. It, it was one of those ones that just kind of let the characters do their thing. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Marvel, Disney, Disney Marvel, MCU, um, I just don't really know what... Like, so they built up into Infinity War. Infinity War and Endgame did what it did. We... And they just didn't really tell us what's the next step. And like they 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 are hinting at a lot of things, but because we have this large gap now between that and when the next movie comes out, it's a little okay. Well, what's going on? You might you're having potential to lose fans because it's not in the public mind that it has been for the last ten years. It's gonna be basically my relationship with Kingdom Hearts, where it's been so long in between things, I've just stopped caring. Yeah, um, of course you know then we have the next big Star Wars movie coming out, uh, the, uh, the, um, the Rise of Skywalker, which is going to be very interesting. Um, very excited to see that. Um, I heard an interesting theory about that, that is, it's probably wrong, but it was well, kind of funny to hear about. Well, what's, the, what's the theory? The theory is that, what is, uh, that Rey was actually a contingency plan for the return of Palpatine. That's actually really, really actually that's plausible. Like, plausible, yes, but still probably wrong. She might have something to do with that, actually. Yeah. No, actually, that's actually a really good theory. Actually, I like that. Because... It would be an interesting twist. It would kind of explain why she comes from, like, literally nowhere. Well, there's a lot of things with Rey that... Okay, so they were leading into things with Force Awakens. They were simply hinting at it. The fact that Han knew who she was. He says that in the movie. He actually says that. He knew who she was. Okay. And didn't tell anybody. And then how Luke and how Leia react to her. There's something going on. And the whole... The problem with with uh, The Last Jedi is that th that director decided to take what was kind of going the direction and just didn't do it. He just didn't do it. And he... There's lots of problems with that movie. It's a good movie on its own, but in the Star Wars canon, it has a lot of problems, and there are... It's honestly like three movies kind of mashed into one, which is a problem. And there was, like, plot points that just didn't make sense or didn't matter at all. Now... I'm obviously not as versed in the Star Wars lore... But I feel like even as a standalone movie, it was not that great. Well, if you cut out, so if you cut out all the parts, and I mean, if I can say that, it's kind of well, the main problem. Like, l let's remove the whole gambling planet part. Yeah, that's the top part's gone. R remove that. The fact that you have the rebel ship running away from the Empire. And the Empire is just kind of like, you know, slowly following along, just being like, yeah, we're, let's, let's just kind of tail them. Don't, we don't really care. We have the pirate firepower to just blow them out of the sky. 
No, we're just gonna we're just gonna tail them until they run out of fuel. And while they're just doing that, running out of fuel, Ray's going off doing her thing across, I guess, apparently multiple days. Because once she gets to the planet, and it's like, wait, aren't they on like a super tight time limit for these guys to run out of fuel? That's part of the problem. So the, uh, the timeline well, of the movie itself doesn't do. Uh, well, here's the thing, you have to remember. Space. It's in space. So, timeline... So, time... Galactic time... Well, time dil... I mean, if you're gonna do time dilation, but there's still a consistent science to time dilation, oh, if, that's the, if that's the... It's Star Wars, man. It's literally space magic. But for, like, two hours of space chase to equal, like, a week on the planet... It was, about, it was also supposed to be... Was it two hours? I thought it was like 24 hours. It, it doesn't matter because it's space magic, man. Like, that, that, like that's part There's of... a point to where the space magic gets to be like, okay, you're pushing a little far here. Literally, Leia forced spaced herself out of the vacuum of space. Which was bullshit in itself. It, yes. So, that's where, like, that's kind of the point of that entire, like, movie is that, yeah, nothing really matters. Yeah. Because space magic. What Jedi's are? They're space magicians. Space magicians. And do they even have a firebolt? Just let me. I just like I saw that one, and I'm like, okay, that was it was yeah, okay. It had so, some cool things. So going back to the next one though, because Abrams coming back for this, so he's pretty much gonna retcon the things that he didn't like in Last Jedi and just move forward with his plan. Is that that's what's gonna happen? So, the rise of Skyrim will be a much better movie. Who knows? Maybe now that I'm doing these podcasts, I might actually see that movie. Oh, I'm going to make you. I'm not being given a choice. No. I'm, I'm going to be, like, hogtied and dragged into the theater, going like, yeah, we're doing this. It's not the first time I've done that. They don't have to know that. <laughs> uh, so, we got that. Um, I feel like we're almost caught up on the, uh, the shows we were backed up on. Yeah, we, we were, um, I got caught up on Dumbbells, I'm getting caught up on Stone. Um, I got caught up, except for this week's, of epi- this week's episodes. Yeah, I got, I also got caught up on Pervert, um, it's pretty good. Um, I'm also caught up on, um, Don Machi. Uh, those of you who, who are watching Don Machi, oh boy, it's getting really good. I'm gonna have to find time for that one pretty soon. Yes, you will. On top of, uh, so let's see. With, with Hensky, I think we left off where. So did you see the one where he was actually like, uh, yes, the Master Girl slave. Yes. Okay, so that's the newest. Th- that's yep. right. That was Monday's episode. Yeah. So, so next, so this next one is gonna be him as the slave. That that's the title. Wait, no, Monday was the one where he was the slave. No, 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 what? That was... This past Monday. Was it? Yeah. Crap. Well... Because I, I saw that one, and... I, I, I've seen the one where he was the master, I haven't seen the... Okay, when, when he was basically taking uh, his senior out on a pet play date. Yes, and that was adorable. Um, okay, wait, I, I forget. At the end of that one, was she commando, or was that how he found out she stole his boxers? That's how he found out she stole his boxers. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Because I'm thinking, like, both would have been hilarious if it's like, 
show me your underwear. And then it's like, oh, um, whoop. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, she, you know, he, she said, I stole your, afterwards she stole, I stole your boxers. And then it's like, you know, on the date she went commando. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why she's like, what? Okay, so it was commando for that one. Yeah. Which I'm still thinking about. I'm like, so I, I, this whole time, for one, he he, from episode one, he's trying to figure out who left the underwear in the club room, and now he's trying to figure out who stole the underwear from his room, and it turns out that yes, she stole underwear from his room, but she stole his underwear, not the the panties that he was holding on to for like, who's are these? So, oh, I think um. You mentioned that it was probably the, probably the probably the teacher's underwear. I think it's the teacher's underwear. He thinks it's the teacher's underwear, and as far as who, because he mentioned that to me earlier, and I'm thinking, if it's the teacher's underwear, then how did they get stolen from his room? And I think that's a fake out because what I think happened was his sister went into his room to clean, found panties, and assumed they might have been hers, and just, or like just while she was doing laundry or something, because. Where are the parents in all of this? She's probably just doing housework herself. Actually, didn't they say the parents died? Actually, like the first episode or something like that. He's like, yeah, it's like it's just a two either of them. either died or business trip or something. I mean, yeah, they're, they're it's a Japanese the, anime. They're out of the picture. Um, and I mean, for high school for a high schooler to be living out on their own in a show like this, it's not unheard of. Yeah, too. So, um, uh, but I mean that that sounds really. I would believe that. Like the sister was like. What's my brother doing with these? I just throw them in the laundry. Yeah. So, but, um, Dumbbells is, um, so I watched episode 11. It's fantastic. And I got up, to, I got up through 10, and that, 10 was, uh... The Christmas episode. Okay. And 11 is the New Year's episode, and oh. 12 is going to be the final episode. They actually say it at the end of episode 11. Like stay tuned for the final episode of this series. I'm like, dang it! Oh, that I want that one to get a second season. Right? Like oh. it's, it's it's funny that the characters. It, it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, this series is only gonna go until the characters get through like their high school graduation arc. Like so many shows, it's, if it's a high school centered show, that's kind of what they do. When the, when the main cast graduates, that's it. But with this one, like your your cast isn't graduating yet. You can you got all kinds of directions you can go with this stuff. Oh yeah, and the narrator for this show is—he's not a narrator. He's literally a YouTube commenter. <laughs> oh, he's so, so in episode eleven, he gets a little savage and who more savage than Nah, girl, you hungry? <laughs> it gets more savage than that. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember me in the audience? We're still here. <laughs> The, the, the narrator is, like, Gold. the number two reason to watch this show dubbed instead of subtitled. Uh, On top of just having, like, the meme-worthy dialogue oh, so... when you listen to it in your native language. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Funimation's done a fantastic job with their dubbing. Um, dub, uh, dub exclusive high dive, um, I think, are doing a fantastic job, too. Um, just side note, um, really, the... The dubbing has gotten so much better than it did back in the olden days. Back in like the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Kakahome! 
Oh my gosh, shut up with that garbage. <laughs> I mean, that even if it wasn't for, like, you know, meh dubbing, like, I just have so much other problems with that. that that's terrible. It just... Grind your gears? Drags on. Oh, yeah. Well, all those shows did back then. Because they didn't have the library that we do now. Yeah, nowadays it's like, yeah, you gotta... If something drags on for too long, it better have multiple, like, gripping story arcs. Like your My Hero Academia, or... Real good. Or, uh, what was it? What's another long-running one that's more recent? Well, I don't want to talk about Black Clover, but I will not get into Black Clover. I, I watched a few of the first episodes, and I'm like... It's just Naruto 2.0. Yeah. Ang angry kid screaming, and he gets some kind of superpower... It's like, okay, cool, it's another one of those, I'm going to be the best characters. Um, yeah, no, I just... But yeah, like, those long-form shows, but you yeah. really got to hit an audience hard to, to keep that kind of thing going. And I think the only, like, okay, so One Piece is somehow still going, that's it's just, that's just forever going to go. Um, Dragon Ball Super, I mean, it has run, it's on a hiatus, it should be coming back. Should. I mean, where Brawly left off, they could easily come back with, like, a new... Because the way they did Brawly with the movie... So good. Like, now, I... I hate what Dragon Ball Z's legacy had created. But I like the characters of Super. It's, it's a very weird love-hate relationship I have with Dragon Ball Super... Where, like, I like Beerus, I like the movie Brawl, I like the, the new Brawly and how they implemented him, and where it's so like, Brawly at just base Super Saiyan went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Super Saiyan God two, version 2. Yeah. Which, yeah. The, the Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, that's like, so he's still on mortal playing field, but he's, like, borderline God level. Yeah. Okay, he's... not borderline, like, straight surpassed. Yeah, he, he did. Like, like... Fr Frieza... <laughs> that would... Frieza couldn't stand up to him in gold form. Nope, just got his ass handed Goku and Vegeta had to, had to do fusion to, to get that after Frieza got his face beat in for... Now, I know there's debate over, like, how long they spent trying to master the fusion dance. It was, like, eight hours. I don't know about I don't know about eight because it was what three failed attempts and I think it's a one hour cool off in between. Well, yeah, no, it was four hours. It was four hours because they needed the first hour was I'm just training to figure out how to start the dance, and there was three failed attempts, so it was like four hours total. Because it's it's a thirty. It, well, I mean, assuming they're using the same rules as when it was initiated, but then again, they did kind of break some of the other rules. Because I remember, like, back in Z, when Trunks and Goten first did it, the rule was, like, once you're fused, you can't transform. Yeah. And this one, they're like, nah, do the fusion dance, boom, now we can go, like, fused Super Saiyan God. Well, it's also because it's a God tier, so it's a whole different rule set, I think, is what they were saying. Or because Toriyama just forgot the rules. Cause Which, he does that. Toriyama goes on record of saying, yeah, I forgot what I did, like, ten years ago, don't you? Yeah. Which is fair. He says, yeah, I just, I, like, he for, uh, what was, uh, But, point he, being, he, he has a really cool sequence. Oh, absolutely, no. Uh, I love how he, in fact, he talked about 
there's a character who, who was really big in Ball, Super Dragon Ball, that he completely forgot about when he was writing Z. Uh, it was uh, launch. Launch. He just completely forgot about her. Started Dragon Ball Z, and I mean, like, I don't remember Launch ever leaving Roshi's house, but then Dragon Ball Z starts with, hey, let's have a reunion at Roshi's, and it's like, where's Launch? Yeah. Well, Launch is also, well, it has been several years, so it's not, it's not unlikely that she could have left. Yeah, she could have, like... Goku had left and grown up and had a family and everything by that point. He had a five-year-old son by the time of that reunion party at the beginning of Z. No. Four-year-old son. He's three. Three? I think he was... He's four or three. I think he's three. Internet confirmed that for me. He is... I think he was like five when he went to Namek. What, or was he? Yeah, well, remember, it was a year... Because it, it was one... Oh, so... so the whole year after... Raditz. Raditz. So Gohan is at least four at that point. At or I, like I think four because after it's a year after that Vegeta shows up, yeah. and then straight that pretty much goes straight to okay, quick fix up the ship, send some people to Namek. No, actually there was actually it was it wasn't immediate. It wasn't. It took them several months. It felt like it was immediate. But they they did a mini like okay like a time skip yeah it was like okay. six, it was like six months okay so three to four yeah Gohan would have been like three 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 to four three yeah. and a half yeah he was little uh, yeah so but he was also already a genius because Chi Chi's yeah Chi Chi's school of hard knocks she's uh. like you know the stereotype of like the Japanese dad. Chi Chi is that. Oh, it's Asian mom, man. So that's what she was. She was Asian mom. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know the stereotype of like the, the, the strict Asian parent where it's like, Hey, you a doc are are you a doctor yet? No, I'm twelve. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> um oh gosh, it's a terrible stereotype. Yeah. Uh Stereotypes are bad, people. But then, so Dr. Stone, you said you haven't gotten to the village yet? No, I just, I literally, because I was getting caught up on dumbbells. Yeah. So yeah, I was you, like... You, you prioritize them dumbbells. Oh, I'm going to say dumbbells. Um, I'm going to be watching it tonight. I'll get caught yeah. up probably by tonight, tomorrow, depending on what time we end up here. So, he hasn't seen this, but where, where they start with the village, it gets so good. And it's a direction... I wasn't expecting it to take. Alright, well done. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about, like, what was going on and everything. Um, yeah. So, we're wrapping up for the summer season. Uh, it's gonna be wrapping up the next couple of weeks, and we'll be getting into the fall season very which, shortly after. I think at least, like, the Japanese subtitle shows are already coming out for it. No. no not no. yet? I think I know. I thought I saw something new in the queue, but it, yeah. it was the subtitle ones. I didn't look that so much. We might get like some of the early ones, but I think the big ones are waiting another week or two. Yeah. So. Especially for like those of us who prefer the dubs and watching those. Well, I think Don Machi will end, and once Don Machi ends, that's when the fall season mm -hmm. because Don Machi is the big. It's actually is like the big show for the summer season. This, it's a uh, it's like a 12-13 episode arc for Don Machi? I, I think so. Okay. Well, I know sometimes like the bigger shows will get like that 26 
24, it, 26. It might get 24 episode season. It might. Um, I would really be happy if it does, but... Um, I mean, if it's going strong, keep it going. Don't, don't do what Attack on Titan does. Or it's like, hey, yeah, let's have season one, and then wait a couple years, and then here's half of season two. It's like, what? It, I, I hate that show so much for what it's done. I mean, e- even if it's not a problem with, like, narratively, or if you hate the characters like I do, like, its production cycle is garbage. Asinine. I'm not a fan of the story, I'm not a fan of the characters, and I just don't like what's done. So that's just my take on it. So, but yeah. You know, maybe one time, maybe some, one of these days, I'll go and think, like, re rewatch like, the first, I think, four episodes is all it'll take. Yeah. And basically, like, here's the reason. I'm going to pinpoint the exact moment that the show should have taken a completely different direction. Oh, you mean when Eric gets eaten? Or whatever his name is, gets eaten? Like, instead of... So, like, my biggest problem with it is that... the Like, the, it focuses so much on Aaron that it's like... Aaron, there we go. Yeah, f- fuckboy Aaron Yeager. Pardon my language, but that is, that is my identification for him. And it puts so much focus on him, like, trying to be this upstart underdog because he's like marginally better than average but then his adopted sister is an actual bad is like god tier like probably the only person in the scouts that's better than she is is Levi himself yeah like and she, that that's just because of experience yeah honestly. and I'm thinking like wow she's an actual badass can we have the show about her no she she's too fixated on basically just you know, being in love with Aaron and keeping him safe. And it's like, oh, Aaron died. Maybe now she can have an identity of herself. And she almost had that. She almost, like, in the face of a titan about to eat her, she's like, comes to grips with like, I want to live, I want to survive, I want to fight. And then it's like, oh no, Aaron's still alive. What could have been a huge breakthrough of character development, and you just strip it away from this female badass to turn Aaron Jaeger bombastic into Jesus. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Not my joke, by the way. That was from an abridged. I mean, that's that's sure. Uh, no, um, yeah. So th- we we are not fans of Attack on Titan. I I, I have hate watched it. I, I I can't even do that. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, so. so that's pretty much where we're at there. So we just have a little bit of catching up to do. Um, oh gosh, I haven't even looked into what's coming up next season. Uh, I think we have another season of One Punch Man. Uh, we have. Uh, I still need to see season two. Like I, I heard, uh, or, it wasn't very well received. But if there's a new one coming out, like maybe you, I, I, I might be, I might be misquoting that one. Oh, okay. Um, I know we have a new season of My Hero Academia. You need to get caught up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to watch the movie. Um, See, uh, there's a couple other. There, uh, this season, this fall is gonna be interesting. I don't remember off the top of my head what's coming up, but there's a couple things. We'll talk about that in the next episode. What's coming out in the fall? Once we have a chance to look at it a little more. Yeah, it's some things that we're gonna be following, um, or tentatively. I'm hoping that they can drop a bunch of like drop, like stop making overinflated garbage isekais and give us like just. A good fantasy series, because you know I'm kind of hungry for something. Is this straight fantasy? I like. like 
I had a lot of fun rewatching Slayers a while back. I like. I really I like. So I uh, feel like I'd want something like that again. I you know I would really like something like Tears of Tyria. That was a good one. Uh, I I hadn't finished it and. I feel like mostly because I felt like the story just kind of meandered on. It, it was going to wrap up actually pretty yeah. quickly. But like the bit that I did watch, it was enjoyable. I, I, with the dubbing, I liked how they did the accents and everything. Yeah, they, they, they did a really good like, job. They kept it very like regional. Yeah. So um, we'll take a look and we'll let you guys know what we were thinking, what we're anticipating. And heck, if you guys out there know better than us, like let us know. Leave a comment. Yep. Next time.